Hey everybody, it's time for the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I will be joined by Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, hopefully sooner rather than later, because I don't know what to talk about. My crumbling empire right like it's an empire it's not crumbling everything's fine nothing changes everything's the same it's all just our perspective isn't it florida man faked robbery so he wouldn't have to work at hardy's hell yeah florida man i'm a fan florida man you do some weird shit weird shit florida man thank you thank you florida man for Florida man faked robbery so he wouldn't have to work at Hardee's. Polk County Sheriff's deputies went to the supposed crime scene and quickly realized that the robbery never happened. In Dundee, Florida, authorities say a Florida man didn't want to show up for his shift at a Hardee's restaurant, so he called 911 and reported he'd just been robbed. WFTS-TV reports that 32-year-old Brian Anderson of Dundee told dispatchers Tuesday that two gun-carrying men took his necklace, money, and phone before jumping into a car and driving away. Polk's County Sheriff's deputies went to the scene and quickly realized that a robbery never happened. In a Facebook post, the agency said Anderson confessed, adding that on the bright side, Brian didn't have to go to his 11 a.m. shift at the restaurant. Anderson is charged with misusing the 911 system and knowingly giving false information to law enforcement. Doesn't want to work at Hardee's. That makes sense. It's like calling in a bomb threat to your uh, high school or something like that. Oh, I don't want to take the test. So you call in the bomb threat. This guy, his necklace, he was robbed. Florida man. Ratchet ass Florida. Not the smartest men, Florida man. Florida is, they don't have the smartest people there. I mean, there's, that's why it's the dick of the United States. That's why Florida man is a thing. <laughs> like, it's a game you can play. Is it Florida a game? man. Florida is, is man. It, is it a real story or is, I mean, is it a news story starting, start, starting with Florida man? Or is it just a made up movie? I don't think Flo- oh, I can't even spell today. <laughs> well, I have no idea what's going on in the world. How are you doing? I'm confused like you about what's going on in the world. Is is stuff still there's, happening? Is oh, it there's real? stuff. Well, let's see. We've got um. Ooh, let's see. We've got um. The Mueller report is done. Oh, no right. collusion. Nothing, nothing happened, right? Yeah. Nothing, of course, nothing um, but don't get it twisted, people. He still has plenty of other investigations. Um, let's see. There's the. Oh, car- you mean just like the whole, remember the 9-11 thing? And then they did that big report about the 9-11 report. And now none of it was really uh, real. Remember that? What was that? the name of that report? I'm trying to remember. The 9-11 commission report? Commission, the commission. Yeah, I guess it was the commission report. Yeah commission and then let's see what else is going on in the world we have the um 
Cardi B stuff. Oh, she, what she said, she drugged men and stole yeah. their money. See, you know, see, you know, you, well, see, that's, that, I know you can't things. avoid it, can you? Well, it's because I every, all the news I learn from comics, uh, they'd start doing sets and stuff. Now, Cardi B, I, I she is the one who used to be a stripper. Yeah, so she and was. And now she's a really famous rapper. And yeah. she's the one who has a song that's like, I don't really want no friends. Um, she did. I don't really yet. want no friends now. Yeah, she got to get that sh money. That sh money. And she, she, if you, well, her, me and Nikki. See, the the problem is, this is young kids, people that were born in the '90s and 25 and under. This is why you do not post everything. Don't use social media as your personal diary. People are watching you. Do not admit your crimes. You're snitching on yourself. Oh, that's what Florida man did. Snitched on himself. Oh, he on snitched Facebook. on. See? Yeah. See, I mean, I don't understand why people think that no one's going to see these things. This is the regression of humanity. This is what I'm talking about. Well, because our our um, memories are so short that that's the whole. Remember, we were talking about the whole Gucci thing. Don't wear Gucci for three months, and it'll change everything. And it's like. It's true. Our mindset, everything moves so quickly now that like, it's all like high school. In a week, it's everyone forgets that you know. Oh yeah. So and so did what's and what and so and so wrote blackface. You know. Right. Yeah. But like Cardi B's explanation for drugging and robbing men only Ooh. makes it worse we might have to do a song about her. <laughs> this is uh, this is she very funny. She and I don't think she has a publicist. Oh, her, her publicist must be hood as fuck because well, all publicity is good publicity. So no, Cardi this is B, bad. Yeah, this, but now she, everyone's gonna know. Like, if you would have said, "Does this everybody? Did everybody know who Cardi B is?" Now, like people like my parents will know who she is. Do you yeah, know what I mean? but this is kind of like what Bill Cosby. They're calling her Car Cardi Cosby now. <laughs> Cardi B's attempt to explain why she drugged and robbed men during her time working as a stripper has not gone down well. The Bodak Yellow Rapper. What does that mean? Bodak. Bodak. That's her, that's her song. Oh, okay. Uh, rapper responded to criticism of a newly resurfaced years-old Instagram live clip in which she made the admission with a lengthy statement that she shared to Twitter on Tuesday. Quote, So I'm seeing on social media that... Uh, that a live I did three years ago has popped back up. A live where I talked about things I had to do in my past, right or wrong, that I felt like I needed to do to make a living. I never claimed to be perfect or come from a perfect world with a perfect past. I always speak my truth. I always own my my shit. She also doesn't own grammar. She's really sort of playing fast yes. and loose with grammar here. I'm a part of a hip hop culture where you can talk about where you come from Not and talk about people. the wrong things you had to do to get where you are. There are rappers that glorify murder, violence, drugs, and robbing. Ooh, and robbing, not with a D, sweetheart. Crimes they feel they had to do to survive. Mm. I never glorified the things I brought up in that live. I never put those things in my music because I'm not proud of it and feel a responsibility not to glorify it. Mm -hmm. I made the choices that I did at the time because I had very limited options. I was blessed to have been able to rise from that, but so many women have not. Whether or not they were poor choices at the time, I did what I had to do to survive. The men I spoke about in my life were men that I dated, that I was involved with, men that were conscious, willing, and aware. I have a past that I can't change what we all do. Ooh, I am bad Cardi grammar. B. Gra bad grammar. 
I am Cardi Bad Grammar. And all I can do now is be a better me for myself and my family and my future. That's what she tweeted and retweeted the old thing. I read it already. Now, let's break this down. Let's break it down. All right, Cardi B Bad Grammar. First of all, she needs to hire a publicist. First of all, yeah, she and, needs and to, an English teacher. Well, just run it Grammer. through spell check. Right, spell just, check. I mean, there's no there's there's no apostrophes. There's no commas. There's um, a few periods, fast and loose with the sentence ending. Um, <laughs> this is the English teacher. I'm just saying, out. like, yeah. there's there's some, it's embarrassing. Well, it's I mean. You're talking about being from the hood, and you're per- you're you're actually just making kind of a stereotype that people in the hood. This is how we talk. This is how sure. we how our grammar is. Not everybody is from that's from the hood has bad grammar like that. And first, and then second, surviving Cardi B. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> second, the fact that she talked about like okay, uh, hip hop artists or rap artists. Um, you know talk about their crimes and stuff you know what the difference is they talk about if they do talk about it it's either storytelling in their song and it's not posted on an ig live where you're snitching on yourself right okay this is why to me she's not a true rapper i mean because all she's all she's doing is she's obsessed with social media all the time and the, how it all started out was basically she was going to sue some bloggers and the blogger that, that uh, uh, one of the people that was her ex-friend um, basically of defamation and then the blogger found out this is a, a post that she put up a couple years ago not that long ago just a couple years, years ago, ago yeah this was a live yeah. so what she's saying a live she did it was like a live Instagram live yeah. yeah it was okay. Instagram live which again you don't post shit like that you don't post shit up like that. She's always posting everything that she does in her goddamn life. Yeah, just like and, the president. But where else yeah. do we get trickled down from the top? I mean. And then on top of that, she's using hip hop as like, well, you know, basically all it's glorified. All we, all we do in hip hop is glorify violence and, and stealing. That's not true either. I mean, some guys have gotten ahead with like, I mean. Listen, cop bitches like the great, like, you know. Well, if you listen to the lyrics boop, to the song boop, boop. of Cop Killer, that's Body Count with Ice T. Listen to the lyrics of Bo- Cop Killer. That's and, and Fuck the Police by NWA. If you listen to the lyrics. And then on top of that, some hip hop artists, excuse me, rap, because there's a difference, um, have gotten caught because they've admitted to crimes in their song. Mm. So that's not that's not bright either. But this, I mean, she's taking, she's sunny. taking responsibility. She's not taking responsibility for what she's, she said or did. Her, her trademark catchphrase, ochre, saying it was right to take as much money as she could off it. I mean, if guys are going to be stupid, and I get it too. It's like, it's, I mean, she, she, if she drugged and raped, I mean, wow, how, wow. But it, she kind of defends herself saying it's what I had to do at the time no they she didn't no she options. didn't she did not have to her no she, the options. bitch didn't have no kids she mm-hmm. just was it was just her okay you don't have to do that in order to you don't are you you're struggling right now right um, financially yeah oh yeah, yeah. you want to fuck me yeah 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 let's go to this hotel and then exactly. I drugged <laughs> exactly and words up and robbed them that's what I used to do so so we're it's all not struggling okay. right now if, if she would have been a dude Exactly. Right now, that's what I'm if saying. If she was a dude right now, it, things would be nuts. If if you yes. just switched the genders Thank and said, you. 
Thank you. If it was like Cardi B was a boy, and yeah, I used to take bitches to this hotel. You want to fuck me? I take him to a hotel room. I drug him and I steal their money. Yeah. What? Exactly. What? <laughs> the people would be in. It's a outrage. double standard. They'd be outrage. It's a right double now. standard. Absolutely. And it's what an I'm absolutely saying, double standard. Yeah, and what I'm saying, wrong is wrong. Well, if, it, if it was a female I or think a dude, that feminists are getting it wrong too here. In that, I mean, feminism is not. Feminism is equality, straight up. Yes. This is not a feminist act. This sucks because this is this is putting feminism back, mm-hmm. saying that, well, she's a girl, you know. So so what? So she, what? So what? She drugged and robbed some people a couple of years ago. Whatever. She was a girl. She did what she had to do to survive. Exactly. That's what, yes. if you. Just if you flip the gender. The whole thing is that that puts feminism back. It should be equality. Feminists should say, fuck you, no. Yeah, where's this the me too? Okay. Where's me too? Where's the me too? This, this yeah. is this. I'm so. This is very Bill Cosby-esque. Yeah. It is. Sure. I mean, though she probably didn't say that she actually raped them or anything. She still drugged them. She well, took advantage of she them. Took, yeah. She took and money. usually you don't want to rape guys. Like, oh, I really need dick so bad. Yeah. I want to rape this guy. Like, <laughs> really? The, f- the, the whole thing is you took advantage of a person. Totally. And plus, drugging someone, we don't know what happened to these dudes. Like, if they had to go to the hospital, did they get a reaction? We don't know what, don't know what drugs she was using. You don't know what drug. I mean, yeah. it's the same standard. I Wrong is wrong point blank period and first of all that whole thing about she had to do to uh do this in order to survive bitch no you didn't no you did not first of all i've been a hoe not a prostitute hoe but i know what i had to do sometimes to eat i probably had to suck some dick sometimes for a steak dinner but that was one of my 20s because i want a steak dinner <laughs> but but in order to survive you don't have to hurt people that's that's bullshit yeah. it ain't like she had kids you know she was just surviving on her own maybe she had to take care of her family but hurting people ain't no way no, to like uh, drug and rob men yeah to yeah that's no anyone. way to survive and you shouldn't drug and rob anyone whether they're men or women no it's, it's a crime. wrong it's a crime i mean someone could die yeah or but just that you're 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 manipulating them without their knowledge you're giving them consent drugs. yeah there's no consent there it takes away you know it was a it's a you t- took away the the right of that human to make their own choices. Right. It's not cool. It, it's, it's not. not it's not it's cool. Crime. It is a crime. Sorry. And, honestly, and I'm a feminist, but I'm like, I feel like we should be equal in this shit. And when we and when we cry and go, oh, but I'm a girl. It's like, well, we want equality. We should have equality. This is the part and, of the equality that we're talking about. And fair isn't equal. Fair is what everybody needs. But you can't go around. Nobody needs money that badly. It, there's that's like killing someone you know yeah it just it's 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 morally wrong to take away someone's ability to make their own choices and decisions in a moment you're harming and someone. just but just because you say oh do you want to fuck me come on let's go to this hotel and they're like well they're stupid why would they do that because they were trying to take advantage of me or whatever and it's like we're and that's like you're using your then that your is plus really plus. against my feminist ideals because it's specifically using your body you're prostituting to, yeah but that's the other thing is i mean like i'm i'm kind of down i wish that prostitution was like legal yeah. and we could own our own labor Listen, we've all prostituted it's, ourselves somewhere like right, I marriage just, used to be it's a contract yeah jump right in there and then that was what they said for the longest time well once you get married you consent for life and it's like well duh. i just mentioned i just probably sucked dick for a steak dinner once can you uh, hey who hasn't <laughs> but I mean, i'm just keeping it real but i ain't gonna post that shit oh wait i just did oops. i mean but 
Who, who, what is Valentine's Day? Prostitution like, with roses. It just, yeah, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna spend money on you to show these people that you're that we're somehow in a contract and we're gonna. This is what this means. And I mean, let's show everybody. Working in a service industry, I have to look a certain way in order to make better tips oh yeah i have a low cut shirt on today i'll get better tips yeah i mean it's and unfortunately that's the way it is but also too i don't mind getting pretty and dressed up i don't i don't i don't i don't feel like i'm demeaning myself to that point this is just well this is just wrong so last week i did a little experiment during my job and i worked I switched. I use. I'm usually point of sale, and I do the fryer, and I do the money, and I wash my hands a lot. But I just decided I want to just do the grill. I'm going to be the person in charge of the burgers and the meat and the blah blah blah. And I cooked really hard, and I did a great job. I did. I, we both. We did both did really well. We got way less tips because the dude was on the register. Oh. And so I was like, mm, I really got to do point of sales because just a little smile and a little la la la. We get better yeah. tips, and you know, I, I mean, as as much as we could say it's sex, you know, that's sexist, but it's actually like just to look at girls. They yeah, that's just men and women will not be the same on that level when it comes to that. I mean, sometimes. I thank you for tipping me if you think I'm rich. That's nice that you, or you yeah. feel sorry for me. I don't know what people feel when they tip. They're like, what's this old lady doing? I don't doing think at this they feel bar? sorry for you. Like, I don't think this? they feel sorry for you. I think it's because you have a pretty smile and you have personality. Thank you. I've yeah. never had it's, to drug men. I've yeah. never, I don't think I've ever drugged a dude in any way even like in movies in the 80s they're like yeah get them drunk or yeah Spanish fly yeah like somehow mess with them and make them I've been watching these really bad 80s movies and I'm really I have to say I'm really upset and I would I would like to start watching them and count how many minutes it is before they say something incredibly offensive so I was just watching did you watch 16 Candles no 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 that one's uh, there's a lot of racism in there with Long Duck Dong and all that but I was watching Johnny Be Good. With, oh wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, That's Anthony Michael Hall, right? Phil, Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey and Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I forgot about and that. And the one. guy the guy from um, the teacher guy from Breakfast Bre- Club. Breakfast Club. He's the coach. And they say faggot in the first thirty seconds. Sounds about white. They say pussies not pussies, they say cream puffs and faggots in the very so they open on this scene where there's a guy praying he's praying with his football team that they will have the strength and blah 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 and he says and that they will not cross the they will not um have false starts or be off sides like put like cream puffs and faggots and i was like what the fuck this oh, is so cheese, we can no, count no. the the but the anti-gay rhetoric in movies from the 80s and early 90s is pervasive. And then the misogyny, that whole movie is based on the idea that he's being wooed from high school to go to a college and they throw alcohol, which is for underage because he's obviously 18, and they give him a margarita. They're constantly drinking, glorifying that underage drinking, and then also just throwing women at him. I, I, they're all in bikinis. They're all walking around. None of them have any. They're all like... I can help you and the one black guy goes oh i said i'd go to this this texas college if they got me two asian girls and two asian girls show up and they have texas accents and he walks off with them and it's like i have to rewatch this it movie is again. but that's the thing is that these were just these this was a pg this, movie this, this is, is a nor- the norm PG comedy movie in the 80s and 90s that we grew up with that just embeds misogyny and homophobia into the very cores of our being 
that women are worthless and they're just used as pieces of meat to throw around. They're 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 just decorative. They they're decorative pieces that you get to fuck. One of them, even in that first scene, it's his wife, and she's like in this. I mean, it's so crazy. It depicts women either as brainless bimbos that are only yeah, meant for men's amusement the or the only woman who's in charge of her own faculties happens to be married. She's cheating on her husband and trying to get with the young football player. And it's like, so you depict women in these, and this is a PG. I can't believe, not PG-13. Maybe it's PG-13, but it's, I mean, it's on Amazon Prime right now. So I, I'm really disappointed in and then, and then the other one I watched recently was Teen Witch, and it's this oh girl. Oh my god, I love that movie! And then she movie. makes the boy love yes. her, but then she changes the way she looks, and she gets sexy. She gets looking, sexy, and people and like her yes, that more. And then she gets so popular. popular, and it's oh, so, what was the song in that? Oh my god! And they dance. They all oh my these god, dance to do that. These crazy dance things in that, and I was like, this I is love funny Teen to watch Witch. Okay, it is. Oh, it's horrible. so boring. The but just the messages. Top that. that. Yeah, yeah, top, the top yeah. that. that so top that. <laughs> top, uh, yes, I remember oh, that the, movie. The, the people rapping, the white oh, guys so rapping. Oh, the white guys so... rapping. It was so okay. <laughs> but I, I can watch movie. it now with I can watch it now with critical thought and I can say, what the fuck were we thinking back then? We it wasn't me. I was the one being influenced by this. And of course, of course I have like of and, the, and if that's just with misogyny and homophobia, like the racism is embedded in there. Oh too. yeah, like you can watch Weird, Weird Science again. Oh my God, I haven't seen Weird Science. Yeah, with Kelly LeBrock, and then the part when they're in the uh, the Black Blues Club, and oh then Anthony goodness. Michael. Anthony Michael Hall was in Anthony a lot of. Anthony Michael Hall. He was a jolly good. And then Sixteen Candles, he tried to take advantage of what's her face that when she passed out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Anthony Michael Hall and Weird Science was talking that black slang when he got really drunk uh, in the Black Blues. <laughs> Club, yeah, that jab. Um, but yeah, I watched Weird Science again um, not too long ago. I'm just like, this movie's kind of fucked up. They're building a woman. They're building right. a gym, but she obviously turns out to be more smart, uh, a little bit more smarter than them. But the fact that the, the obje- optific. Objectification. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then there is some racism in that too. But yeah, Um, I'm just so. I gotta watch Johnny Be Good again. I'm so flabbergasted every time I watch a movie from the 80s or 90s because it's so, so, so homophobic and. I mean, they say that they say the F word in the very beginning. Well, Cardi B, I'm very disappointed in you. I'm not surprised, but I'm disappointed. Look, she's going to be in Paso Robles at the California Mid-State Fair. I'm not allowed in Paso Robles anymore. Why is that? Because I got a DUI in Santa Maria County, and uh, my this is interesting they they never i did 50 hours of community service but with planned parenthood but my community service never got to the court so it's it's like still it's i just can't nothing bad can ever happen to me and if i get arrested in santa maria (laughs) county i'm in trouble but good thing i don't get i don't get arrested what could i possibly be arrested for weed is legal now so when when uh when was this oh i got a dui in 2007 oh that's right 2000 oh yeah and i never i mean it's 12 years ago and that's the thing like how am i supposed to i did the i did the community service what am i supposed to do community service again like this isn't community service please (laughs) i mean is it i don't know i got a little butthurt i gotta i gotta tell you i got a little butthurt one of the comedians put out a thing you know a little post who are the most supportive comedians 
and uh, I was not tagged or mentioned. Ooh. Despite running, despite running and facilitating three open mics a week here, it was. I'm not. I'm not seen as a supportive comedian in the scene. I just saw that on someone else's page, and I was like, "Who is this?" Oh, well, actually, oh it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm just saying, out of everybody, at one people kept tagging people, and I was not tagged, and I I'm a little butthurt about it because I feel like I feel like I do a lot for the community, and I have consistently for the past seven years, like running these open mic, like every Monday joke workshop, like I'm here helping people work on their jokes. If that's not supportive, I don't know what is. And I, I book, I've been booking a weekly show. I book people all the time. I'm just surprised. That's all. I'm just surprised that I wasn't mentioned. I... So it's like, okay, okay, people don't see me as supportive. That's funny because I couldn't possibly be any more supportive than I am right now. I can't. I still think the comedy community in the SF area, um, they're not supportive. I think these are some of the biggest assholes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they I had are, to yell. And a lot of them are not funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing shade. Throw shade. Oh, well, and I'm really excited though because my Portland and my Seattle tour is coming out, and I'm gonna go up there. I have so many booked shows; it's kind of unbelievable. Thank you so much, Jenna Vesper and Belinda Carroll. My first show is this Smut Comedy Showcase on Friday, May 10th. Then on the 11th. Uh, Hunter Donaldson, what a little gem. I have a brunch show with him. And then at night, on the 11th, I'm going to be at a place called Tally Ho. <laughs> and then on Sunday, Tally Ho. I have another brunch show. And then I have a show on Sunday night. Um, Monday, I get to move. I, I'm changing from one house to another from Jenna Vesper's couch. I'm going to move to Jaron George's couch. And we're going to open mic on Monday. We're going to get it done. And then on Tuesday... And this is in April, right? This is in May. Oh, May. And then on the Tuesday, the 12th, the whole re- or Tuesday, the 13th, the whole reason I'm going down there is I want to get this video made by this guy, Randall. He does the best videos. He does those ones at Helium. I'm going to try to get a set at Helium. I'm going to stack all the right wheels. I'm going to grease the right wheels. They're all going to know I'm coming. I'm going to get it done. And then I'm double booked on Wednesday in Portland. I have nothing on Thursday, nothing on Friday. I have a show on Saturday. Then, and I'm going to be staying with my buddy, Michelle, uh, the Wonders, her and Laurel. They're just lovely people. And then on Sunday, I take a train to Seattle, and I have a show on Sunday night at the Comedy Crater in Seattle. And then on Monday, I'm going to be at the Seattle Underground. And then on Tuesday, I'm booked on two shows. I'm booked at the Comedy Nest. And then I'm also booked at Jai Tai. So I have this huge comedy tour planned. I get paid at some shows. I get food at some shows. I'm staying with people. When I get to, when I go up to Seattle, I'm staying with Bernice um, Ye from the festival. She was amazing. And she actually, I get to cat sit for her too. So yay. She's not even going to be there. I'm going to stay there. She's going to let me stay there and take care of her cat when she's gone. Because she has a real, real time. She has a real job and stuff. But it's, everyone's so generous. And then I, I fly back on Wednesday in the afternoon from Seattle because it's super cheap. Nice. So it was like, the whole thing, I, both my plane tickets up from SFO to Portland, it was under 100 bucks. It was like 69 bucks. Oh, wow. And on the way back, it was like 69 bucks. That's from reasonable. Seattle. So yeah, so even just my plane flights are under $200, way under. I'm staying with people for free. My food stamps work up there, so I'm going to save up a bunch of food stamps. You're going to make money. I'm going to make money. And a lot of places I get paid in beer. And my buddy who I'm staying with up there, she brews beer now, so. 
yeah yeah so in other words you're probably gonna get more respect there well that's the whole thing I already have it's just so funny I have to like start re-gauging I think that the world is always the same it's just our perspective that changes and like I can't change other people's perspectives I can only change my own yeah so rather than be I mean, back, the old Pam would have been like, I'm so butthurt, I'm going to comment on that and be like, what about me? I'm really supportive. But I'm not going to do that because that makes me look like a whiny baby. Um, but And then the other thing I could do is be like, well, I could try harder to be more supportive, but fuck that. I am so fucking supportive. If people don't see that I'm supportive, then that is their problem, not mine. I've been running these sh- I've been committed and dedicated to being consistent for years. And if the new people don't see that as supportive, it doesn't matter because they're not going to be here in five years because they're going to give up on this bullshit. But I will still there you be here. Now that's, that's facts. That's the difference. That's facts. I've been here for eight, I've been doing this, I'm coming up on my eighth year of comedy and I'm still doing it. And I'm still here at Mutiny Radio. I'm keeping this place going. And if people don't see that as supportive, they can go fuck themselves because other people are listening. In fact, fuck it if San Francisco isn't listening. But there are people listening. There's hundreds of thousands of downloads every month there's even this show we're in the top 10 i'm like who is listening thank you for listening to this this is worldwide As like, i like complain and go through my and so i'm really gonna try i'm really gonna moving forward i'm just gonna try to change my perspective and not not feel so like well i mean this the scene here i'm gonna try not to feel disrespected i respect myself yeah. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the coffin right there. These people are not going to be doing this five years from now. No, they're not. You know, they don't take it serious. They don't think, I feel like as if... if they move on, they're not going to help me. They're not going to take me with them. Yeah. Like, no one's looking... That's why I'm not so worried about pissing people off finally. Is that's like, oh, am I not nice enough to you? Oh, am I not working hard enough for you? Am I not? But they're going to also get a reality check if they want to do this in the in the big real world. If you want to go down to L.A. and do this, them people are vicious. You know, if you want to go to New York and do this, they'll cut you. You're like literally not not literally, but figuratively. Like you have to have some balls and you have to have the cojones. No one's going to give you money. You have to have the money. You have to have the money and the connections. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. You can be a talentless schlub. And if you have the money and the connections, you're fine. You can have all the talent in the world. And if you don't have any money or connections, you're fucked. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You have to have personality too. You but then, because that's because you have to meet the right people. Yeah, have, the right that's how you network. You got to lick the right assholes. Right. Let's get down to some weird shit. This is uh, some. We're back to Florida man. Oh, Florida, Florida man <laughs> attempts to smoke crack in ICU, almost bur- burns down hospital. Oh, these are God. real. Had, these are Florida man. We're headlines. talking about Florida again. How ratchet and. A 54-year-old man was arrested on Christmas Eve after allegedly taking crack cocaine into the intensive care unit at North Okaloosa Medical Center to share it with a patient there. What? The fire broke out when the patient, who was on oxygen, tried to smoke cocaine from a homemade smoking device. The potential was there for a lot of damage. Could have been a lot worse. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, yeah. Aren't they fun? Florida Florida. man (laughs) slashes buttocks at IHOP after impersonating a police officer (laughs) to to get free food. Matt Skidda, 55, entered the IHOP around 1 a.m. Friday and told a server who asked if he had money, no, I'm a cop and I get food for free, according to a police report (laughs) obtained by Orlando Sentinel. Then he threatened to beat up the IHOP server and shouted, hey, buddy, before dropping his pants and exposing his buttocks to the IHOP employee, according to the Sentinel. 
Florida man bites off neighbor's ear because he wouldn't give him a cigarette. What? CBS 12, I was helping a friend out and someone decided they wanted to take a chunk out of my ear, said John Ott, the man who said says he was bitten. This all started because I wouldn't give him a cigarette. He comes up and puts me in a bear hug and the next thing I know, he's biting my ear. Florida man claims wife was kidnapped by holograms. The man, whose name has not been released, was extremely agitated and holding a baseball bat when officials arrived. He told him that men abducted his wife and that they used holograms to project signals on the walls to get him to do what they wanted and communicate with each other. The responding deputy located the woman in question, who was at a nearby mobile home with the man's aunt. The aunt told investigators that the woman was drunk and that no one had chased her. <laughs> Trunk Florida man attempts to ride bike through Taco Bell drive-thru and fights with police. And loses badly. Loses battle. Florida man inches closer to one-way trip to Mars. <laughs> 43-year-old self-employed Tampa man has made it past the first hurdle in the selection process to potentially choose the first team to attempt not only a manned mission, but to the planet Mars in its colonization. My heart is there, you know. I want to be part of this mission, he said. His girlfriend supports his goal of relocating permanently to Mars. If he should go, of course I would be sad, but it's not my style to stand up, stand in front of anybody's dream. <laughs> Florida man holds up Domino's delivery man over pizza and wings. Wow. Wow. Florida man escapes adult novelty store with $300 Jenna Jameson doll in tow. That's just, oh my God. Florida man steals 850 pairs of underwear from Victoria's Secret. Yeah, Florida man really, really wants to wants to force a jury to watch his sex tape. <laughs> Elderly Florida man caught masturbating at McDonald's parking lot claims his privacy was invaded. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's so, still off Florida. He said, he the, said, I'm living out of my car and they're invading my privacy. You're in the parking lot of I love McDonald's. Oh, God. Let's see if we can find a really good one. Uh, oh, oh, wait. Wow. Florida man sets apartment complex on fire after manager told him to stop masturbating in front of windows. There's some really bad Florida words. man calls 911 to check on his tax return. My God, Florida man tattoos Black Widow spider on his face to combat arachnophobia. These can't be real. No, this should. Some of this is real. Florida man sent to jail after pouring hot sauce on a three-month-old puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my God, Florida man. Florida men attack ice cream man who wouldn't take twenty-dollar bill for pickled sausage. Ew. That must be in, in northern Florida, like Gangsville. I don't know. Florida man pokes girl in the eye after she served him waffles instead of pancakes. <laughs> oh, I heard about this one. Florida man attempts to leave store with chainsaw stuffed down his pants. Yeah, let's, 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 I've heard about this one. Look at this 15-second clip. You guys can watch along with us. Uh, he has a chainsaw. He puts it down his, his pants. <laughs> you know he's a hillbilly. <laughs> Those are, are the craziest billies. And he's wearing shorts. He's wearing... That's very funny. He's wearing He's going to chop his dick off. Florida man offers police officer $3 and chicken dinner for sex. 
A female investigator went undercover and posed as a street-level prostitute. During the operation, police said one of the suspects, Stephen Torres, offered to trade $3 in a chicken dinner for a sexual act. Gross. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Ooh. Florida man resists arrest while dressed in Boy Scout costume. <laughs> Florida man probably regrets wearing this t-shirt. It says, go directly to jail. Yeah. Uh, so anyways. Florida, wait, there's one. Florida man once arrested for fighting drag queen with a tiki torch while dressed like a KKK member now running for mayor. Wow. That sounds very Florida. Wow. Ratchet. Broward County. So Broward, that would be like Miami uh, area. Yeah. Florida man tries to avoid court appearance by claiming he has Ebola. <sighs> Love it. Florida man steals 36 thousand pounds of Crisco you know he's you know what he's gonna do with that I have no idea um, Florida man caught with active meth lab in his pants how is that possible oh, gross. authorities received an anonymous call stating a subject was present that possessed methamphetamine during their investigation officers discovered an active one pot meth lab in the pants of 23 year old he's 23 in Frudenrich of Diffuniac Springs. He's 23. Ooh, see, you gotta Ugh. leave that meth alone. Uh, Ooh. Oh. Ooh, God. Tar smeared Florida man arrested on convenience store roof at 3 a.m. <laughs> Florida man accidentally butt dials 911 while cooking meth with his mom. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, let's do cute. it together. Yeah, I love you, mom. Let's smoke meth. Florida man arrested for punching 80 year old man at Applebee's. That's fucked up. Everyone should, who eats at Applebee's should get punched in the face. That's just a that's just a thing. I want my baby back ribs. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Oh. Keep talking about yeah. Florida man. Florida man accused of catching and eating protected tortoises. Ew. Oh, what an awful person! Florida man rescued from vending machine. <laughs> Authorities would not comment on the circumstances of how a man became stuck in the vending machine, or how they rescued him. Action news. Blah 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 blah. I mean, it's crazy. People, people be crazy. Naked Florida man captured after threatening passerbys with sword. Well, that's good. Florida man calls 911 to complain about officers' slow ticket writing skills. A deputy admitted there was a delay created by the apparatus that creates the ticket. However, to call 911 to complain warranted a misuse of 911. Exance admitted calling 911 after a verification by the deputy. He arrested blah blah blah. Florida man is an idiot. Let's see who this is. Hopefully it's old dumb face. No, it's Sweet Gale, which I'm not answering the phone, Sweet Gale. I'm too old and tired to answer the phone for Sweet Gale. Uh, more Florida man. Uh, Florida man mistakes senior government officials for foreigners. <laughs> I'm familiar with your country. I love your country, the Florida Republican said, apparently confused by their Indian surnames and skin color. Claussen also asked if their government could loosen restrictions on U.S. capital investments in India. Florida man sentenced to prison for attempting to start a race war near Disney World. Wow. Florida man surprised to learn mannequin is actually dead body. Two men hired to clean out a vacant Tampa Bay Area house thought they found a mannequin hanging in the garage. They cut it down and hauled it to a local dump where landfill workers realized it was actually a human body. 
Florida man leaves Florida. <laughs> it was LeBron James leaving uh, Miami to go to Ohio. This is old. Florida man proposes to girlfriend ties a ring to alligator. My dream has been an alligator wrestler, so if an alligator was nothing. Florida man removes facial tattoos with a welding grinder. Wow. The worst part was when Brian poured rubbing alcohol and hydrogen peroxide on the wound and scrubbed the dead skin with a steel wool pad. 18 Budweiser's and a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum is what, uh, is what he did it with. Wow. Well, Florida, you're fucked. We're, well, hey, it's, it's our, it's our nation, isn't it? Cardi B and Florida man. That's what we've been reduced to. That's, that's what it is now. Did you say we've been reduced to yeah, it's Cardi, Cardi B? Yeah, it's Cardi B and Florida man. That's, that's America. <laughs> this is America. This is America. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm disappointed, America. Uh, even... Uh, let's see what else is the Huff post have. What what else is happening? Um, they they I think they're probably talking about um, like the Green New Deal and stuff like that. Oh, a new I love a Green New Deal. I'm down. Uh, oh, here's something. Yeah, interesting. this is something about Twitter u- users can't believe this GOP senator's speech props aren't photoshopped. <laughs> he brought out. Aquaman? Really? The Green New Deal is Aquaman on a, wow. on a sea creature. On a, on a big, um, what are they called? Seahorse. Seahorse? Twitter users poked fun at Senator Mike Lee, Republican Utah, for turning himself into a meme as he railed against the Green New Deal on the Senate floor Tuesday. Lee used, used a series of strange pictures, including one showed which showed former President Ronald Reagan astride a velociraptor to attack the congressional resolution that Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Ed Markey introduced they they made a mistake here introduced last introduced last month Ocasio-Cortez fired back to say if this guy can be senator you can do anything <laughs> like many other shady. women and working people I occasionally suffer from imposter syndrome. Those small moments, especially on hard days, when you wonder if all the haters are right. But then they do things like this to clear it up. If this guy can be senator, you can do anything. There's another picture of him. There's all these little babies. That is am- that is to- Oh, my and he God. He says, the solution to climate change is not unserious resolution. The solution to many of our problems in all times in places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. So not realistic. What is Senator Michael Lee. He's got babies. This is- Here are the pictures. These are so great. He's got him on a tauntaun. It's... And he's a senator. And this is real. This is so funny. This is yeah. This is a senator. So there's so, there's Luke Skywalker on a tauntaun. There's someone on a raptor. It's it's a veloc. It's Ronald Reagan on a velociraptor. Velociraptor. A picture there. of of uh, of Aquaman and a bunch of babies. These are not photoshopped. There's another one of. Oh my God! Senator Lee wanted to be a meme this bad. I say let's <laughs> give the man what he wants. <laughs> it's so great. That's we're talking about climate change, and you put you put a tauntaun in the ice planet. 
It's so what great. What is wrong with these people? It's so great. I was reading... Um, to poke fun at a liberal plan to tackle climate change, Senator Mike Lee on Tuesday took a Senate floor with a poster of, of all these things. This is... They're so dumb. And people it. that fall for this are so this dumb. This is great. That's just a meme. It's beautiful. It's great. It's like fill in whatever you want here. I am a tool. <laughs> because they really don't think climate change is real. That's the yes. whole point of this. Is yeah, but like, they're putting up unrealistic... <laughs> memes yeah well actually posters technically because he's on the senate floor against the green new deal yeah this green new deal why does it have to be so silly why can't the green new deal be a real thing because they don't want it because they have their hands in the cookie jar with the um a lot of these fuel companies and uh uh, fracking companies and what have yeah, it's, you. It's true. Years yeah. and years and years ago, I was talking to my parents about green technology, like in the late nineties and stuff. And I said, I don't, you know, I really don't understand why we don't have electric cars. And they were just sort of coming out then. And you know, this is a little before the Prius and before the, what the BMWs are doing now. Well, everyone seems to have an electric car now, but back in the late nineties, talking to my parents about it and stuff, my dad would always say the oil, we're a country built on oil we're a country built on slavery and oil uh because of our cars because of our so first it was we were manufacturing the cars now we're just using the cars and using the oil yeah and but the oil conglomerates the the our our entire economy is like, so enmeshed with the price of gas yeah, because like on and stuff like that because america we sold ourselves this idea in the 40s 50s 60s with the car everyone deserves a car being an american means you have a car and now we're selling the stream to the chinese that middle class people everyone has a car because a car is freedom because a car means that you can pick up wherever you are at any time and go, go anywhere drive away. and and we've enmeshed our entire psyche american psyche and the concept that every time you, when you turn 16 you get to have a car you have you should have a car if you don't have a car you're weird why don't you have a car you don't have a car you don't have a big huge operational thing that costs a lot of money when you're 16 you don't you you're a child and you don't have your own mode of transportation to get wherever you want to be completely unsafe or safe or have all of these choices and all these things moving at you so fast things that higher order thinking all, but we just negate it we're just like oh yeah whatever just driving a car we have enmeshed our future with this dream american dream and a lot of that involves the car so years ago i was told by a lot of it will never we'll never have electric cars we'll never have we'll never have renewable energy because we need to be consumers of gas but now we're realizing like we fucked up the environment we can't be consumers i'm sorry old people i'm sorry you sold us this dream and this dream isn't going to work anymore we need to change the dream and the old people are like look at the dream why can't you love the dream have babies make more consumers make more make we gotta have the reason we don't want abortion is that people who don't have the financial ability or the desire to raise their own children when you force them to do that they make little soldiers and we still need soldiers like but all the new kids are like we don't need soldiers we don't want to fight and they, die for anything they, they want white little soldiers they though. want any soldiers they want any person they want they want people to not have choice and volition over their own bodies so that they don't have to have children and they can live their life the way they want to they don't want a woman to not have a baby they want another little consumer to eat pop tarts and fucking cereal and 
fruit juice instead of fruit and then to grow up and be angry and learn how to shoot guns on the TV and be and go unhealthy and, and unhealthy so they and can then be go into, into the military. Pharmaceuticals. Or, yeah, either either they're a consumer for life of pharmaceuticals or they're just fodder for the for our cannons over where, whatever war we want to start over oil. You know, it's so circular. It's it, it's just so weird to me that you know you you know who created the EPA right. Environmental Protection Agency? Yeah. Uh, probably like Reagan or something. No, close. Richard Nixon. Oh. You know, who was was once the worst president, but haha, 45 top that. Congratulations. Um, yeah, and the like fact of the matter, like now you have not just this administration, but the Bush administration also tried to basically rip down the EPA, which is Environmental Protection. And... The fact that people, these climate ch- change deniers, it's still a thing, which is weird. Right. And it's... it's it, Right. And it's climate the, change. Our president's a climate change denier. Yeah. But he wasn't several years ago. Right. Because he can flip-flop around yeah, because it's all about the money. money. It's all about the money. But here's here's the, here's the funny... I just want to know what the Green New Deal is. Yeah. It's probably not even that crazy. It's not. It's not really that crazy. It's just the fact that we need to save the planet. First of all, okay, for those people, especially who are so, who are climate change deniers, and you want to save your money, how are you going to save your money when there ain't no planet? Uh, how are you right. going to make money? I mean, like, all these deniers, and I'm mostly talking most, like, the Republican Congress and, and the Republican senators. How do you expect you? It's all about greed, but when you have no planet, where's your greed gonna go? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense to me. There's no winners in this yeah, situation. Yeah, this is a bummer. This is three hours ago. Green New Deal fantasy nightmare. Dems show how show true colors in zero vote. So <sighs> uh, we won't even we won't even vote for things that are helpful because because money is everywhere the green new deal is a proposed stimulus program that aims to address climate change and economic inequality the name refers to in the new deal a set of social and economic reforms and public works projects taken under by president franklin d roosevelt in response to the great depression the great new deal combines roosevelt's economic approach with modern ideas such as renewable energy and resource efficiency yeah, like all the water, it's been raining, raining, raining. Why aren't we catching this water? Like, we can are we totally not catch worried it. about Let's let it go? Yeah, I mean, everyone, that's crazy. Uh, so I want to know what the what what's really the part what's really going on with the Green New Deal. I want to know it's little the ins and outs and what's going on, but the internet is hiding it from me. It's not letting me find out. Like the the Green New Deal. It's, so it's, it's part of the. It's a four part program moving America forward. Now we're getting somewhere. Thank you, Green Party. Finally, give me something. These other, because I, I mean, I've in I mean in California we're like we compost, and the rest of the there are people in the United States that don't even recycle, so or don't know what compost is. Don't even know, yeah, compost. And and they used to be the farming people, isn't that funny? Like who probably the Green New Deal, the summary of the Green New Deal is a four-part program for moving America quickly out of crisis and into a secure, sustainable future. Inspired by the New Deal programs that helped us out of the Great Depression in the 1930s, the Green New Deal will provide similar relief and create an economy that makes our communities sustainable, healthy, and just. Oh, justice. Oh, that sounds positive. The four pillars of the Green New Deal. One, the Economic Bill of Rights. Our country cannot truly move forward until the roots of inequality are pulled up and the seed a new, healthier economy are planted. Thus, the Green New Deal begins with an Economic Bill of Rights that ensures all citizens. One, the right 
to employment through a full employment program that will create 25 million jobs by implementing a nationally funded but locally controlled direct employment initiative, replacing unemployment offices with local employment offices offering public sector jobs which are stored in job banks in order to take up any slack in the private sector employment. You would think the Republicans would like that part. Absolutely. Yeah. They, well, they, this is and this is what Clinton did. This is interesting. Clinton, I worked for one of these programs in the late 90s. And what he did is that when you had a kid, you no longer got your check, your weekly check, unless you went to my classroom and you had to be there for six hours a day, sign in. So it was 30 hours a week they had to sign in with me. And if they didn't sign in their 30 hour, and at the end of every week, I sent it to my higher up, and that's how, then they got their checks. And it was like a week back, right? So it was like the week before, blah, blah, blah. And they had to do these hours. But they got free childcare at the same time. That's so it was cool. like, and it was all to... to Passed their GED and I was like helping them. So that's helping to. It was great. Yeah. So they got paid to go to school basically, but and they got free free childcare. They got paid to go to school. It was great for seventy five percent of them. Twenty five percent of them were like calling me at the end of the week, like I got sick, my baby at this, and I was like, those "Mm -hmm." were the lazy folks. I was like, you don't get your check then, you know. And it only took one or two times of not of them fucking up and me being like. It's not me. It's you guys. I'm sorry. I'm just here to sign the, I can't lie for you. And they'd be like, lie for me, lie for me, please. My babies, I need my baby. And I'm like, you've got free childcare. You've got me here to help you pass this test. Once you pass the GED, this, you're good. Woo-hoo! You know? You did it. You did it. But then but then there's another program that, where they have their GED so they can do this kind of job. But they can't. You have to jump through the hoops and... But it was a program that was set up by Clinton, and it was fucking awesome. I'm, I had a job. They were going to education for their jobs. It worked. I'm sure that program got cut. Of for- course it did. Of course it did. It was gone. Of course. With fucking Bush. Of course. No child left behind. Actually, leaving children behind. Yeah, that's right. Now look at them. Yeah, the, so local communities will use a process of broad stakeholder input and democratic decision making to fairly implement these programs. Yeah. So if you have a job creation program, if you're in a community that needs childcare, that you're basically saying, hey, we can build a childcare thing, and then we can give people jobs to run the childcare, and then people can use the childcare, and then it's self-sustaining. Oh my God. Pay-to-play prohibitions will ensure that campaign contributions or lobbying favors do not impact decision-making. That's what they don't like. Wow. Now, that's what both parties don't like. Right. Well, I say, hell yeah. Yes, like, that's the one. Because what if what if we decide, what if our community here in San Francisco decides that we want to fund Planned Parenthood and we're going to have tons of jobs for Planned Parenthood and we're going to have education programs and outreach programs and we're going to be going through the schools and we're going to need to hire all these new teachers for for, for stuff and so you got to train the teachers and you get the teachers jobs you get oh oh my god high paying jobs for teachers no way like skill anyway see I think that's what the Democrats and the Republicans don't yeah. like because this is this is what's holding them back the fact that there's money in politics right we will end employment in America once and for all by guaranteeing a job at a living wage for every American willing and able to work hell yeah yeah that's great. I, I don't see. Wh- okay, there's but no thing issue. Too, if, if so, so if we decide here we want to have artists, we could give money to. Like this is a job. I'm sorry, this isn't a well-paying job, but 
the, the city could be like, ah, we're going to give Mutiny Radio some money so that I could pay an IT person and I could pay my radio DJs. Like, they could give me money that we could run this place like they a professional. They can also do on, uh, on-site training. On-site training, all that stuff. Which you do already. Yes, absolutely. There's so many things. I, I love I love this Green New Deal. Of course, I'm a call me pinko liberal, so I'm 100% in. Two, workers' rights, including the right to a living wage, to a safe workplace, to fair trade, and to organize a union at work without fear of firing or reprisal. Hell yes. I don't see a problem. I know. I'm like, I don't, labor I, unions, unions, unions. Love you, Local 6. My heart goes out to you, Local 6. Uh, electricians forever. You guys are my buddies. Love you. They're great. Local 6 is amazing. Actually, but all... Like the teachers union teachers I was a part union. in, all of that stuff. Like, we should all have the right to be able to Get a not wage. be oppressed by our by our by our work. Well, aren't isn't that and uh, one of the universities in SoCal? Uh, the they're on strike. The professors because Good. they haven't gotten a wage increase. But the thing is, those wages. Um, are those high wages are going to the coaches oh. or because uh, people, people that make money? Yeah, yeah. people that get the Not- money and keep the money, ask for the money and get the money, get to keep the money. It sucks. Well, see, it's, it's the same thing. It's all about labor. It's all about labor being equal. If artists were valued the same as teachers, were valued the same as doctors, were valued the same as pharmaceutical salesmen, the world would be a much different place. But once we start demarcating what work is better than other work or what work is worth more than other work when we completely devalue work like motherhood or sex work when we completely devalue that devaluing women because heaven it makes me crazy that you guys even say it's the oldest profession that ever has been everyone says it it's the oldest profession yet it's not a career fuck you sex work is real it's sad that we don't give it W-2s, we don't get to tax it, we don't get to give people social services to help clean out their little vag box so it doesn't get all gross and scary. But it's the oldest profession ever, isn't it, guys? It's the oldest profession, yet completely unrecognized labor. Completely unrecognized. Fuck you, dudes. Women should be able to own their labor. Not that I'm going to go out and sell the box you know, for some jack-in-the-box, no. But I think that all labor should be valued and it's crazy to me that I can get paid as a nanny, but you don't get paid as a mom. Yet I can, you can love the child equally. I'm just, I'm still baffled, especially with teachers. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Just, it's just it's like, women's work. Why are we baffled? It's women's work. It's always been whatever's been demarcated as women's work gets devalued. Even, even cooking, even people that are working online and work their ass off, and they're only making minimum wage, and they're even in fine dining and all that shit. It's still, it's women's work is is traditionally devalued and we are part of that we haven't passed an equal opportunity protection the era or the e the equal rights amendment was never passed it's never been passed it's 2019 and we don't have an equal pay for equal work women are still making 70 cents on the dollar and we're not doing anything about it because we're like oh well and then that bill got uh shut down that's bill got shut down a a couple years ago for uh, women's equal pay. Yeah. So I don't know why. We don't because we're because women get out and vote because we could make all of this real. Some of y'all white women stay home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the right to well don't listen to your husbands just vote vote your conscience. Three the right to quality health care which will be achieved through a single payer Medicare for all program. Yay! That sounds sexy. Medicare for all. I, I love my Medicare. I love my Medi-Cal. I love it. It's always been incredibly helpful. Thank you so much. I, I'm really sorry that I don't, that my work is not valued 
equally in our society. So I have to be use these services to keep myself healthy. Great. Thank you. Uh, four, the right to a tuition-free, quality, federally funded, local-controlled public education system from preschool through college. We will also forgive student loan debt from the current era <laughs> of unaffordable college education. That would save so many God people's lives. God bless life. this woman. That would that would save so I mean... It would change everything for so many people. If they could remove the yoke of student debt burden from about their shoulders, if they could throw off that debt... It would change so many people's lives. The so economy many- would get better. You Absolutely. know why? Because this is why my generation can't, won't be able to buy homes, won't be able to retire right. because of if you if you graduated high school anywhere in the 2000s or even in the late 90s, mm-hmm. you are not in the job or in the, you're not making the proper money that you're supposed to be making no. with a college education because no, no. all that money is going to your student debt. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And five hundred dollars a month thousand dollars a month for some people and some people can't even some people two hundred dollars a month i mean i can't even imagine if i if i had student loan debt what i would do it's it can choke you it can scare you it can choke you it can make you be in a job you don't want to be in it can make you stay in a job that doesn't necessarily match your skills or abilities because you're afraid to make moves because you need to pay off your student loans because it's stressing you out because they're going to chase you fucking they down chase you they yeah chase you this is why you have so many people in their 20s and 30s that have that had to have to move back home sure yeah because of How that people live in their moms it's Absolutely. not because oh we're just a bunch of lazy millennials blah 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 no it's because the fact of the matter is like we got fucked once right. the, the w uh george w bush administration came in we got yeah fucked. fafsa's getting Hot. cut and, yes and the, the thing that's crazy is grants that grants and the pell grants all these kinds of things even some of them are loans and stuff but and if educate really a hundred thousand dollars for college and some people more. One of my more. buddies spent 180000 on um, law school, UC Hastings. And, and it's like $180,000. So you, when you get out of that, you better you better go sell yourself out to some corporate assholes and go be, dicks, go be a corporate terrible dick. corporate lawyer. And, and be miserable. Right? For a little bit. Yeah. And then maybe you can get your head out of it. But $180,000? I can't even conceptualize. Of course you're never going to be able to buy a house. Well, that's why you have all those fucking rich people that were uh, signing. Did you hear about that the college right. scandal yeah. scandal but their kids are morons their anyway kids are morons. but i mean the fact it doesn't like they even needed to go to college you dumb fucks you already have money and privilege you already have people who are connected what the fuck do you need college for what do you need that piece of paper what do you need everything like i just it i there's someone in that that was that was in that uh rich child's position that actually wanted to be in that position of going to school some of those kids. I love school. I like school a lot too. Man, I wish I could afford it. Forever. I'd be great. It's, well, we can go to. This is very exciting. CCSF is free if you live here. Exactly. And you know they have a culinary program. Oh. You can get. You can go to culinary school for free that at I CCSF. I mean, I was. I mean, not that I have any time, and I already work in a kitchen. But I was thinking, I was like, man, if I decide to like stop doing comedy or something, I could really. I could go get a. T- I could go get my chef degree that's for a, free that's a blessing for free but that's a blessing that the majority of people in this country don't have I, I mean because San Francisco is badass sometimes yeah, it's pretty, so 
pretty good. The right to decent, affordable housing, including an immediately immediate halt to all foreclosures and evictions. Oh, oh God, God bless this woman. Create a federal bank with local branches to take over homes with distressed mortgages and either restructure they the mortgages like to affordable levels, or if the occupants cannot afford the mortgage, rent homes to the occupants. Expand rental and home ownership assistance. Create ample public housing and offer capital grants to non-profit developers for affordable housing until all people can obtain decent housing at no more than 25% of their income. They don't like that. <gasps> They don't like that. They're, oh my God, that's money. so crazy. My rent is seriously 95% of my monthly income. I'm not even I'm not even joking with the numbers. My rent is 95% of what I bring in every month. And that 5% is And the 5% like, is what I spend on food and alcohol, which is obviously not very much, but because I work in a place and I'm a nanny sometimes, like, so I can get food. So don't worry about me. I'm on food stamps and it's okay. I'm, and I'm not starving. I've got access to food. Um, but that's but it's the, hard. That's the part that a lot of the, the corporate Democrats and Republicans do not like because mm-hmm. their banks work for these mortgage for, firms and what have you. Right. They work for these places. I mean, hello, the, a lot crash, of money into the crash of 2008. Oh, yeah. And who got who, who got fucked on that? The people the with people the houses. The now who got no bonuses? Houses. Yeah, exactly. Who got bonuses? The people who sold those loans yeah. to people who couldn't pay them back. And on top of that, those people are some of these senators and Congress people's friends. Mm. So they're doing favors. Mm, I hate it. Who you know? It's all the money. Follow the money. Six, the right to accessible and affordable utilities, heat, electricity, phone, internet, and public transportation through democratically run, publicly owned utilities that operate at cost, not for profit. Oh. Oh, oh that's so funny. Don't we do? Is it what? Is it? Is it? Is it Pacific Gas? Yeah, PG&E. PG&E. The Monopoly. Under? Yeah, the yeah. Monopoly. Can't handle it. Fuck you. Fuck you, Monopoly. Uh, seven. The right to fair taxation that's distributed in proportion to ability to pay. Oh, that's so funny. In addition, corporate tax subsidies will be made transparent by dealing them in public budgets where they can be scrutinized, not hidden as tax breaks. Oh, they don't like that either. See, the t- corporate, the corporate. That's all part stuff. one. So this is the four, this is a four pillar thing. And pillar one is the economic bill of rights that we just went through, which is basically the right to housing, health care, equal, uh, e- equal, equal labor protections, tuition. quality health care, education. Housing. I don't understand. Okay. Why? Oh my God! Basic human rights? No way! But here's here's the the thing about I, this is just basic economics one on one. When you have people at an equal level playing field who are who are able to afford things, doesn't that drive the economy it does. up? They buy things. You they buy, buy things, things for their family, their friends. Right. They have more, so they're more generous. Exactly. They're that, not scared of things, so they're not hoarding or hiding. They're right. not trying to. They're they're be they're engaging in their community. That's the other thing. Money is doesn't have to be bad. We can engage in our community. Like right. I would love to be buddies with the haircutting lady up the street. I can't afford I I mean I have children cut my hair and I cut my own hair. I would love to engage in that I would love there's gonna be a new nail salon on our street too. I would love to put money back into this neighborhood. I would love it's that. a small business it's too. Small it. businesses. Yeah. I would love to go out to dinner once more a month and at a place like Asiento on the corner. Right. I would love once a week to I mean I kinda I think I do get food across the street once a week and because Tanya Terrace is really lovely and special. But if I had more expendable income, 
I would be more engaged financially in my community, which would only help my community, which would make my community better. That drives the market up. That drives the I mean, Everything everybody wins. Everybody's happy. Everybody, if everybody could work and do what they wanted for a fair wage, then everybody would be happy going to work. They wouldn't be like, you know, oh, I hate my job. Oh, I think bad. there would probably wouldn't be as much of a mental illness. Maybe. Or you know. alcoholism or turning to opioids. Opioids. Uh, this is part two, a green transition. A second priority of the new green deal, green new deal, is the green transition program that will convert the old gray economy into a new sustainable economy. Do we have any weed? Uh, I might. That is, I have a weed food that's really strong. Um, a new sustainable economy that is environmentally sound, economically viable, and socially responsible. We will, one, invest in green businesses by providing grants and low interest loans to grow green businesses and cooperatives with an emphasis on small locally based companies that keep the wealth created by local labor circulating the community rather than being drained off to enrich absentee investors oh it's like what we were just talking about two they don't like that prioritize green research by redirecting research funds from fossil fuels and other dead-end industries toward research in wind solar and geothermal we will invest in research in sustainable non-toxic materials closed loop cycles that eliminate waste and pollution as well as organic agriculture permaculture and sustainable forestry Badass. you know who doesn't like that both parties everybody but you know what one of the best closed loop uh sustainable cycles is when you do aquaponics and you have the fish in the fish eat the the the, the plants grow above the fish and then the fish eat the stuff from the plants and then the fish poop and then the poop goes to the plants and the plants grow and then the fish get better and the plants grow and everybody's happy and it can be in indoors and you don't waste any water because it's a self-cleaning system because the plants filter the water that's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. But there, and there should be more research in that. There's, they do a lot of that at Davis. They've been working with that. Three, provide green jobs by enacting the full employment program, which will directly provide 16 million jobs in sustainable energy and energy-efficient retrofitting, mass transit, and complete streets that promote safe biking and pedestrian traffic, regional food systems based on sustainable organic agriculture, and clean manufacturing. This all sounds great to me. This sounds like a utopia. This sounds like, yeah. Three, real financial reform. By taking over our economy by by takeover of our economy by big banks and well-connected financiers has destabilized both our democracy and our economy. It's time to take Wall Street out of the driver's seat and to free the truly productive segments of working America to make this economy work for all of us. Real financial reform will one. That is the one. They I think don't that's want the, this. That's the big this is, one. They're like, whoa, don't that's take money out of big money, big money, big money, big, big money. Too big to fail. Relieve the debt overhang, holding back the economy by reducing homeowner and student debt burdens. Oh, they don't like that one either. Two, democratize monetary policy to bring about public control of money supply and credit creation. This means we'll nationalize the private bank-dominated Federal Reserve banks and place them under a monetary authority within the Treasury Department. They don't like that one either. Three, break up the oversized banks that are too big to fail. That's... I know, it's so funny you just said that. Four, end taxpayer funded bailouts for banks, insurers, and other financial companies. We'll use the FDIC resolution process for failed banks to reopen them as public banks where possible after failed loans and underlying assets are auctioned off. Five, regulate all financial derivatives and require them to be traded on open exchanges. Six, restore the Glass-Steagall separation of depository commercial banks from speculative investment banks. 
Seven. They don't like this section at all. They don't like this at all. Seven. Establish a 90% tax on bonuses for bailed out bankers. Yes. Eight. Support the formation of federal, state, and municipal public-owned banks that function as nonprofit utilities. Under the Green New Deal, we will start building a financial system that is open, honest, stable, and serves the real economy rather than the phony economy of high finance. I think this exactly. section three. This section three is what is, they, yeah. both parties do not like. They're like Fuck that. because this is where they get their money from. This is who they're campaigning for. The big banks. The like I said, the two big to fail from 2008 the yeah. banks that the the American people bailed out but no one bailed us out yeah no one bailed us out no and we're still going through housing we're sti- crisis we're still going through the housing crisis and a decade at, later look at places like Detroit where houses are foreclosed on no one could pay for them and now they're just knocking them down they're, they're just, just knocking cr- down or crumbling because they're, just, they're and people are start crazy arson but they can't afford the the fire department and so they just knock these buildings down and it's like why do we destroy things to rebuild? Why not rebuild what's already there? Why not? I mean, but I mean, it I guess g- people don't want to live in Detroit now because of the, oh, well, there's no industry well, people, there or no jobs. But can't people are trying have a to. Job? People are trying to build back uh, Detroit up, but it's even worse for uh, Latino and Black families now because we're the ones that actually got really devastated. Uh, by the housing market I believe the um, before 2008 um, African American homeowners were at least I believe like 52% now we're down to like 30 something percent um, oh, after yeah. the hou- after the housing crash like it really fucked with the black community yeah. and I'm not just saying it didn't just us but communities yeah, the, the black community is not at a, a equal playing field. Right. It's like so when people say, "Oh well, you know, there's it's everything's equal now," and we, no, it's not it? because it's like we got to catch if, up twelve hundred years. Right. So if you have people that have been shackled, literally, literally. And figuratively, and literally, and then you go, "Oh, everything's equal now." Okay, but it's not. We didn't all start at the starting line together. We've been running, we we've been running without shackles for years. What am I going to do? And then suddenly you're like, oh, you have no shackles. It's like, wait, 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 wait. We're still carrying the weight. We've carried. We, we're not starting at equal places. No, there's no equal there. playing field. No so that's why the you know the housing crisis is very very important. And I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I do understand why they don't like it because it's there's greed involved. There's big banks. So much greed. There's Wall How Street much do you involved. Need greedy people. You know? Do you remember like Fannie Mae? And oh yeah, 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 yeah. All the are they still around? I don't think they Probably. are. They? Yeah. Um, Fannie Mae was great because they actually helped me out. They were doing zero down loans for teachers. They did. Uh, they so did. That uh, was really helpful. That's how Fannie I got Mae my first house. I had a. They I did things for school anymore. too. Yeah. Well, you you were I was out. A teacher. You didn't have a home, but well, you had a home. Uh, but yeah, you had I a homeowner in there. Right. I wasn't a homeowner anymore. I left, left in 2008, right? I left my husband in 2007. Yeah. So oh. 2008. Ooh. Uh, a functioning democracy. This is the fourth part. We won't get these vital reforms without a fourth and final set of reforms to give us a real functioning democracy. Just as we are replacing the old economy with a new one, we will need new politics to restore the promise of American democracy. The new Green Deal will, one, revoke corporate personhood by amending our Constitution to make clear that corporations are not persons and money is not speech. Yes. Those rights belong to living, breathing human beings, not businesses, but business entities controlled by the wealthy. Amen. I like this thing. Amen. Two, protect 
our right to vote by supporting Representative Jenny Jesse Jackson Jr.'s proposed right to vote amendment to clarify to the Supreme Court that yes, we do have a constitutional right to vote. Three, enact the voter bill of rights that will guarantee us a voter marked paper ballot for all voting, require that all votes are counted before election results are released. Replace partisan oversight of elections with nonpartisan mm. election commissions. The fourth one I really like. Celebrate our democ- democratic aspirations by making Election Day a national holiday. That way, Brings everyone, can, everyone vote. can vote. Everyone, everyone, everybody. You don't have to wake up at six in the morning. You don't have to rush out of work late. You don't have to worry about the kids. Pick up the. It's just stay yeah, off. It's day off. Love it. Bring simplified same day voter registration to the nation so that no qualified voter is barred from the polls. Do away with so called winner take all elections in which the winner does not have the support of most of the voters and replace that system with an instant runoff voting and proportional representation systems most advanced countries use now to good effect. Hmm. Replace big money controls of election campaigns with full public financing and free and equal access they to the airwaves. They don't like that. No, I've always found it funny that they don't like that. That you have to have money to win elections and that you have to spend money in the paper industry and you have to give money TV to the post ads. office. And the, there's all of these things. The way that you win, you can't win an election without money. There's no more like grassroots sort of backing the person who's really best for the job because it's all about super PACs. Yeah. And it's, and who, why even, why would you even want to be a politician at this point? I think that I agree. this stuff is like trying to change and I love that. But if you don't want to, if you aren't part of the change and you're trying to keep your, the stick in the mud of American corporatism, fuck you. Like, how are they getting voted in? Like, how are we voting those people in if they don't have our interest? Because we're supposed to have a representative democracy. That, that's what our country is based off of. And yet, our government isn't representing us. Our government is representing, representing big business corporations or and the money. Per, or the 1%. And yeah. the 1% in banks. And when do we take it back? This is us taking it back. Yeah. This but there's too many kickbacks. There's too many kickbacks to all the people that are already in politics. And so they're like, oh, I'm not going to change in midstream. Well, I'm worried about my voter. I have money in the back. Well, your voter base is actually us down here. We're the 99% and we're going, we're not going to be under your chains of student debt that get, promise us this future with money and stuff if we finish college. I have three advanced degrees and I make less than $20,000 a year. Your dream is for shit. It is meaningless. Education doesn't equal wealth. It, it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It's a lie. It's all a lie. And, and we're taught this lie. Oh, but if you go to that school and you pay 180000 if you go to Academy of Thought and you pay $30,000 a semester, $90,000 a year, and you come out with a four-year education and you're $400,000 in debt and you have a graphic design degree, what the fuck? You will never pay those student loans back. You're going to be dead Paying them back. Yeah. So for that what? Loan, that loan's going to get transferred for to what? your relatives or your children, some, your offspring of somehow, some way. And you're going to be for handcuffed. What? You're handcuffed. You are a slave to that debt. You're a slave to the you're debt. That, you're that, yes. Because we believe in the money, little pieces of paper that float through our hands when the real wealth is in labor, is in what we do, which is what how we interact with each other, how we feed ourselves, how we make our food, how we put stuff on our body. 
Like there's like staying alive. Uh, I'm such a. It's, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I mean, such the a thing Marxist. Is, is, it's it's. I don't think this is Marxist. I think this, to me this is just. It's it's a little. It's a little bit of socialism. I think it, a little bit of socialism. I'm, I love it. I'm all down. I'm, I, I'm jumping in. Is, I'm leaning in. With but the there's chest. socialism mixed jumping with a little bit of feet. capitalism. A little bit. Of capitalism. It's it's mostly so because honestly, uh, how, we how's have no, to spend money. How's, that's how's Norway and Sweden doing? How are they doing? I think I think they are happy people. I think they have some of the happiest rates of happiness yeah in the world they have they the have same form of government yeah right yeah representative yeah I don't, I don't hear them killing themselves over opioids mm. and if they were they'd have good um mental health programs and or actually and, their drugs are legal right that's why. yeah uh guarantee equal access to the ballot and the debates to all qualified candidates abolish the electoral college yes and implement direct election of the president amen yes. I've, I've been bitching about the electoral college for but years. the republicans don't like that one either restore the oh restore the vote to ex-offenders who've paid their debt to society okay felons go, voting i love it we're gonna go, I love it. okay we're gonna go to a story when we're done with this I love uh, about voting. about florida what's oh, okay. going on with florida um they don't want the felons to vote yeah, because it passed. The people voted for it. 67% of the people in Florida back in November voted uh, for the ex-felons to vote. The Republican, um, uh, the Florida uh, the Florida Republicans are trying to put a poll tax oh. on those. We'll get into that story when she's done with this. Pay to vote? This that is sucks. The, It's a poll tax. So, yeah. It's like it's, lo- it's, one of the whole reasons our country was founded was against those kinds of things. Um, no taxation without representation. Mm-hmm. Enact statehood for the District of Columbia so that those Americans have representation in Congress and full rights to self-rule like the rest of us. Agree. Four, protect, protect local democracy and democratic rights by commissioning a thorough review of federal preemption law and its impact on the practice of local democracy in the United States. This review will put at its center the demo- democracy question that is, what level of government is most open to democratic participation and most suited to protecting democratic rights? Don't worry, hang with us, we're almost done. Five, create a corporation for economic democracy, a new federal corporation, like Corporation for Public Broadcasting, to provide publicity, training, education, and direct financing to cooperative developments for democratic reforms to make government agencies, private associations, and business enterprises more participatory. Strengthen media democracy by expanding federal support for locally owned broadcast media and local print media. PBS. Muni Radio. Uh, protect our personal liberty and freedoms by repealing the Patriot Act and all yes. those parts of the National Defense Authorization Act that violate our oh. civil liberties. Ah, who are these people? Are great. I love these people. Oh my God, the Patriot Act is like garbage. The Patriot Act is what's going to bring the United States to civil war. Is that that's how they're going to enact against us when this kind when we push for this really hard and our government goes no. That's when the Patriot Act they're like shut it down all you motherfuckers we own you with the Patriot Act. You're all criminals in your own country. <laughs> Prohibiting the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI from conspiring with local police forces to suppress our freedoms of assembly and of speech. And Mm -hmm. ending the war on immigrants, including the cruel so-called Secure Communities Program. Mm -hmm. Or jail. Reign in the military-industrial complex by 
reducing military spending by 50% and closing U.S. military bases around the world. But they don't like that. Of course they don't. They don't like that. that. Restoring the National Guard as the centerpiece of our system of national defense and create a new round of nuclear armament disarmament initiatives. Uh, I'm sketchy on that one. Well, I don't like. I think that. I think that we should abolish. I think that. I think all nuclear weapons should be should go away. Yeah. But I'm sorry, there's still North Korea. Well, here's the thing, though. And it's people not just North in Korea. Japan. 178,000 people were vaporized in two days in Japan. Those were all real people. And then there were such catastrophic the illnesses, illnesses after, after and still cancer to this day. And, and, and that we, we, we irreparably changed our global, eco, like the ecosystem. Like mm-hmm. we shouldn't have these weapons. They will destroy the planet. They will destroy us. We shouldn't have them. I agree. I don't think we should ever have to use them again. The, the, the guy, I watched this crazy documentary about this guy who survived both. Uh, Nagasaki Naga- and, and Hiroshima. Yes, both of them. Because he was there. He, he lived in Nagasaki. He was visiting Hiroshima. He, the bomb went off. He survived. He got back to Nagasaki. And then the, he was bombed again and he survived. But then he died when he, in his 90s of cancer. So. Oh. Anyway, it was. And his whole life became telling people about it so that they'd never so we'd never do that again to people and he talks to America he talked he's dead now but he talked to American children about what it was like and what we really did to them and what that means like like if oh, I just it's so scary it is scary it is super war. scary uh, let us not rest until we have pulled our nation back from the brink until we have secured the peace we all deserve and by the way they're calling this radical no to me it's just decent living yeah, it's just how. Come on, we're Americans. I mean, to be better. No, we're human beings. We're human beings, but you know, uh, we've always talked about it. We're Americans. We aspire to be better. So let's aspire to be better. If we want to like be jingoistic and nationalistic, let's fucking do it. But let's do it in the right way. Let's let's get together and take care of all of us, and not just continue taking care of the rich people. Why are they? Why are they so much better than us? Well, because they have money. Oh, they have, yeah. Because they have the money. So money makes you a better person. But it's not true. But here's the thing: you ain't gonna have that money if there ain't no yeah. planet. Right. That's true too. <laughs> it's true. Um, we have to talk about this Florida story since it was oh, talking yeah, yeah, about. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. It mentioned that in the Green New Deal, which is this. So this story this- really angers me because um, it's basically. Back in November, uh, Floridians did vote for ex-felons to to be able to get the right to vote again. Well, knowing that Florida is the dick... Oh, Florida... We're talking about Florida again. The dick of the United States. Exactly. Florida restored felons' voting rights. Now GOP is clamping down. This was a a day ago for the Mercury News. Look at this. We got our finger on the pulse, baby. I know. I'm glad we read that whole new Green Deal. Yeah, I am too. That's yeah. like, it was I, like I wanted to know. It's I like mean, the, political porn. People for me. keep people keep talking about it and what it is and what it means, and I'm like, fuck yeah, it's important. It's a, this it's is a, everything I believe in is in this document. I'm like this. Yeah. This is an America I. This can is having. In. This is basically on its way to having a decent living, a, a decent life. This helps build the economy back. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, getting away with student debt, really? Having everyone have an equal playing field is very important. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, we're still looking for this crazy story. It takes forever to... What's wrong with our computer? That was the Green New Deal. Florida restored felon right, voting. So let's so see. Here we go. Florida restored felons voting rights. Now There's GOP is clamping down. DeSantis racist piece Governor of shit. Governor Ron DeSantis said the amendments require implementing legislation. This is from the Washington Post. When an overwhelming majority of Floridians voted in November to restore voting rights, as many as 1.4 million felons, for as many as 1.4 million felons, liberals and conservatives alike celebrated the largest expansion of voting eligibility in the country since the elimination of poll taxes and literary, literacy tests in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. With a bipartisan cheering waned this month when a Republican state lawmakers proposed limiting the scope of what's known as in Florida as Amendment 4. And Democrats lashed out with accusations over voter suppression. Republicans said they only want to guide implementation of such a sparsely worded amendment and are committed to following the intent of the voters who approved it. Their critics say the GOP is trying to go far beyond that. Although the legislation is not final, the episode has revealed how complicated and increasingly polarized the issues of voting law has become and how likely it is to remain that way through the 2020 election. I want us to send an unapologetic message to the legislature, and that is to get their hands off Amendment 4. Democrat Andrew Gilliam, who lost the governor's race in Florida last year, has launched a voter regeneration drive ahead of 2020, told a cheering Florida crowd in the Miami Gardens this month. It is the law of the land. It is enshrined in the Florida's constitution. Proponents have have championed Amendment 4, a civil rights issue akin to sentencing reform, good for reducing recidivism rates and necessary to lift the disproportionate impact of Florida's voting restrictions on African Americans. The proposed legislation to limit the amendment has given Democrats an additional rallying cry. The Republicans are trying to dilute the electoral power that could come from the measure. The episode has attracted fiery rhetoric from national figures, including Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who in a tweet last week likened Republican actions to a poll tax. Amendment 4 restores the voting rights of felons upon completion of all their terms of sentence, including parole and probation. It excludes those convicted of murder or felony sexual offenses. The amendment took effect on January 8th, and although it's not possible to track voter registration among felons, a spike in registration followed. But Republicans, including Governor Ron DeSantis, said the amendment required implementation legislation. In particular, GOP leaders said three terms in the amendment, completion, murder, murder and sexual offense needed to be defined for clarity so the state's 67 county election supervisors could administrate administer the measure uniformly i wholeheartedly believe voting rights should be restored said byron donalds a republican state representative from naples who said he voted for the amendment for november but we have to define it it was crystal clear that no one knew exactly actually to tell an offender when they have completed their sentence Republicans came up with prompted an uproar. One GOP proposal broadly defined sexual offense to include, in addition to violent crimes, video voyeurism, lewd exhibition, prostitution, and locating an adult entertainment store within 2,500 feet of a school. These little fuckbags. Yeah, of course, <laughs> prostitution. Like, of course, if you yeah, if you want to. Just keep subjugating women. Just keep devaluing their work. Amendment 4, their minds and their work and all their choices and all that stuff. Amendment 4 advocates said the list should have been limited to those crimes that qualify criminal for the state's offense 
offender sex offender registry. But James Grant, a Republican state representative from Tampa, who wrote one of the legislative proposals, said that's not what Amendment 4 said. Felony sex offense means absolutely nothing in a legal context, Grant said. He said likening his effort to a poll tax was the kind of partisan tribal crap that's crippling the country. It is common in Florida, he said, to draft clarifying legislation after constitutional amendments are approved. Lawmakers lawmakers define sentence completion to include prison time, probation, paroles, fine fees, and restitution declared by a judge to be part of the sentence. More troubling for Amendment 4 advocates, though, was the inclusion of costs that have been covered by a judge to civil liens to allow poor defendants more time to pay. Under those rules, it could take years for an individual who has otherwise completed their sentence to be eligible to vote. Comes Mm -hmm. down to money again. What it does is create an additional sentence, which I don't think the voters intended to do. Shelley Freeland Eddy, a criminal defense attorney and city commissioner from Sarasota, told Florida senators in a public hearing Monday. One woman at the hearing, Coral Nichols from Seminole, served five years for grand theft and fraud and said she is close to completing 10 years of probation. She was also ordered to pay $190,000 in restitution. Jesus. But the amount was converted to a civil lien long ago, and she pays according to her ability every month, she says. Nichols said she might never be eligible to vote under the Senate proposal. I'm a law-abiding citizen, she said. So this goes on and on and on and on. And and I understand what you're saying. That it's... That they're, they said, okay, people can vote now. And they're like, no, 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 no. How about only some of you can vote? Right. How about not the women? Oh, how about, how, I mean, it's like they keep changing it, right? But, and they know the fact of the matter that these former inmates do not have the money right, to afford to, to pay. $194,000? Yeah, $190,000. That's, that's crazy. How and she's, a, gonna... the thing is, like, if you have that, that, that felon on your, uh, uh, next yeah. to you when you apply for a job it's so you're not you're not guaranteed to get a hundred thousand dollar a year job no of course not uh, you who, know who, who, who could do that I mean unless you go Cardi B and you drug, drug. and then rob people <laughs> you could maybe I don't know how much you and could get make caught and put yourself on IG and blast yourself and snitch on yourself snitch stupid on you stupid Oh, there was something I read up here earlier that uh, mentioned that Barbara Bush, um, uh, uh, Trump caused Barbara Bush's heart attack. What? Yeah. It, I, I saw it on the, uh, it was like on the side here. Oh, well. Oh, It'll oh, probably. I like this one. First I got pregnant, then I started looking for love. That sounds like a fun thing. <laughs> right? No. No. Uh, latest news: Arnold Schwarzenegger's ridiculously patriotic boots. Sure, something. Is that news? Oh God. Oh, Theresa May might uh, be resigning after the Brexit. That's good. I fucking hate that fucking cunt. Which oh, one? Uh, oh, Theresa right, May. Theresa May. Yeah, that whole Brexit thing is crazy. I learned about Brexit through um, through English cheeses. Um. <laughs> It was oh, actually, on NPR. That it was actually, really weird. That's actually really on point, actually. Because the cheeses used to be run by the people in the monastery in the 1200s. But then when um, King Henry VIII made the break from the Catholic Church and had the, the merry old Church of England, then the farm wives took over the making of cheese. And then after that, they moved to these really big cheesery things. But then, anyways, it's going back. No, I, I'm, I'm interested. 
Because it, it's part of what Brexit is. Yeah. They're, uh, Brexit is, I mean, I don't know how I, It's going to hurt the economy, well, point I mean, blank, period. The EU, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, are you too good for the EU? Is that what you're saying? Like, no, what basically, you, what the, what Brexit originally was about was not. It, it has it has mostly to do with immigration. Oh, there are some very racial undertones to what Brexit is about. Um, Nigel Farb, who's a piece of shit, who ran away and Nigel is now a Farage likens yeah. Brexit yes to deal with the Treaty of Versailles that drove Hitler's rise to power. There we go. Oof. <laughs> As we descend further into us versus them territory over Brexit, we need to talk about working class. Yeah. So you see those undertones, right? Yeah. Conservative MP condemned for repeating far right anti-Semitic conspiracy about cultural. This is I have no idea. Frenzy of hatred. How to understand Brexit racism. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. Because they did not want their. They're kind of going through the same thing that's going on here in America, but America's so much larger oh. um, with the whole immigration, what have you, because a lot of Syrian refugees are escaping um, what was uh, their civil war yeah. and what have you. And they're going to the United Kingdom. And you got people like the Nigel Farage, who are these white supremacists who want to keep keep. England white. Yeah, this is Racism, Christ, Brexit, Ethnic and Racial Studies, Volume 41, Number 10. Brexit, Racism and the Erasure of History. Significantly, this message of regaining democratic control over the affairs of a nation was entwined with a second argument that pointed to the economic and political returns that would arise from detaching Britain from a trading bloc that was in economic decline. But it's about racism. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, I mean, the fact of the matter is like the whole Brexit basically is going to hurt everybody, no matter what nationality or what race you are. I hate that piece Nig- of shit. Nigel Farrell. I hate him. Has likened Theresa May's Brexit withdrawal agreement to the Treaty of Versailles after the First World War, claiming it was a, represents a betrayal. The former UKIP leader claimed the financial settlement was similar to the reparations imposed in Germany and the inclusion of Northern Ireland in an EU customs area was like the annexation of Alsace-Lorraine. The post-World War I treaty was key in Adolf Hitler's rise to power and was central to the right-wing stab-in-the-back myth that Germany was sold out by its civilian leaders. We're witnessing the slow-motion betrayal, perhaps the greatest betrayal of any democratic vote in the history of our nation. The reason, of course, is this withdrawal treaty, Mr. Farange said in a speech in the European Parliament. I'll go back to the First World War. We won the war, but we had the Treaty of Versailles. We have a reparations bill of $39 billion we have to pay, but nothing in return. We have annexation as a part of our national territory in the shape of Northern Ireland. This treaty is a bad piece. It is unacceptable. It is not Brexit, and it will not pass. It shall not pass. In fact, the financial settlement or so-called divorce bill represents commitments already made by the UK government to fund projects and pension of its own civil servants. Under the final withdrawal agreement plan, Northern Ireland would be the same customs union as the UK, but would have to follow some single market rules. 
the when it gets tricky. Eurosceptic politician was publicly mocked on Wednesday morning by European Parliament Brexit chief Guy Vandorfstadt over his failed Brexit protest march, which he abandoned despite grand plans to walk across the UK. Mr. Farange is here. This is a surprise to me because I thought uh, because I thought he the march the was maybe he was marching somewhere in Britain a 200 mile march but is he here how many miles have you done two miles something like that the Belgian MEP said you remind me more and more I don't know if you know him of Field Marshal Haig in Black Adder you know sitting in the first war sitting at first world war in his office in London and you're sitting here in Strasbourg while your own people are marching through the rain and cold that's your way of taking responsibility Mr. Farage quit UKIP in December amid party meltdown over its links with far-right figure Tommy Robinson. His new Brexit party is polling around about 5% and has also been rocked by a series of racism scandals, including the resignation of its leader, who shared messages that referred to white genocide. Jesus Christ, what is going on in the world? Yep. They're scared. <laughs> but but we want to give Northern Ireland to the eu yeah and that's okay so that's you're weird, that's right? and that's going to be really you've you re, you recall what the troubles are right what was going on like yeah. in the 80s and the 90s yeah with the u2 sang all those songs right <laughs> yes. there was there yes. was a bunch of u2 songs i think <laughs> yeah. people died yes. there were bombs being thrown people didn't yeah. like each other and all yeah, the white people didn't like each other it was weird so this is similar accents not the same, <laughs> not the same. definitely different white people the English people are not the Irish people. They're different no, people. No, they never. They're they, the same people, that, but they're different. Ireland people. never got to colon, uh, colonize. Yes, no. you're right. They're, I mean, are but, they? They're, they're just white. Are we just white people? But, are we the same white people? We're different white people, right? <laughs> no, they're poor white people. Poor white people. Ah. Um, but what I was reading about recently was like a lot of people, and I believe the Republic of Ireland. I believe that's correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the border is going to get all effed up. Oh boy! The border is going to get all messed up because one side's going to be the EU, and then. Uh, but it's still all the UK. No. No, it's not going to be the UK anymore. No, one part of Ireland is not the UK. Ireland is itself now. Ireland is not part no, of the it's UK. It's actually kind of divided. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's the Republic of Ireland, and then there's Northern Ireland. I think I got that right. Which is crazy because. Because that was during the Troubles. Right. Yeah. With all the bombings with the Catholics and the Protestants. Right. Because, um, and they're, uh, yeah. Same, funny, same, same God? Same <laughs> God? Same color. Why are we fighting each other, buddies? But, uh, but there, it's going to strike up more animosity with that. On top of, you know, the other races, of Bre- Brexit is racist. Yes, it is. Yeah. Open democracy. Yeah, that it is. Breakfast, bre- breakfast, bre- breakfast, breakfast is racist. Brexit is racist. We are facing the biggest, most overarching racist attack on immigration in generations. There's a void in politics. We must fight to win. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, and then on top of that, with the Brexit, they've been trying to send people who, um, I can't, that people who are from Jamaica and Trinidad, who am my, um, immigrated over to the UK uh, back in the 60s and what have you they're trying to find a way to send some of those people back and what have you that helped build um, 
England after the war, after World War II. Because mind you, England was decimated. Yeah. After World War II. Just the bombings. Yeah. Their cities. Yeah. Destroyed. Stop Brexit, stop Trump. We are facing the biggest, most overarching racist attack on immigrations in generation. Here it is embodied in breakfast. Breakfast. (laughs) Sorry, you guys. Brexit, which has proposed Theresa May to power. In the U.S., it is embodied in Trump's election. Across Europe, it is embodied by electoral successes of fascist parties and militarization of borders against people. Mm-hmm. It is up to a new movement and a new generation to organize with the conscious program needed to fight back and win, speaking the plain truth about racism, standing for real equality and dignity of all our communities, including the right to be here, to live, to work and study here for every one of us. That is why... MFJ exists. We have a program. MFJ is, um, I don't know, MFJ. Uh, We have a program. We speak the truth about racism, sexism, bigotry, and we fight to win. Nothing is settled. And in any case, destroying the rights of minorities is not democracy. It has to be fought. There isn't a choice on that. Theresa May led the British government's hostile environment policy that forced migrants into destitution, turned working class job into a criminal offense, set immigrants up to fail, tore apart legal legal aid, legitimized the bullying and harassment of children of and students for being Muslim threw thousands of international students out of the country and imprisoned hundreds of thousands of asylum seekers and other immigrants backgrounds into secretive indefinite detention Brexit is the outcome of a decrepit unrelenting racist scapegoating of immigrants by politicians right here over decades Brexit gave Trump inspiration and confidence. We must not use opposing Trump as an excuse for not opposing Brexit. We must be as bold about fighting racism here. That is how we do solidarity. Brexit is racist. Brexit helped Trump. May depends on Trump for a Brexit deal. Brexit is not democratic. It was a referendum called by demagogues designed to destroy the rights and freedoms of millions of minorities, poor and oppressed people in this country. It not only attacks EU migrants, it is an assault on all migrant communities. That would be the Polish. Ah. Destroying the rights of minorities is not democratic. It is tyranny. No business as usual. We have to march to shut down London. Come with us. Join MFJ. All right. There we go. Can't run away from it. Can't run away. Can't hide it. Can't hide from it. Well, oh, and also open racism. She's also trying to find a way to uh, kind to cut off funding for their um, their uh, their health care, which you know it's free. Good. Yeah, but no, she's no, she's trying to cut. Oh, she's that's terrible. Why would you want to take away something that people already have, like awesome health care? Well, How does that help the people? Well, actually, uh, to yesterday and today, uh, Trump is trying to find a way to take away from the ACA. Oof. Trump says it's time for the U.S. to recognize Israel's annexation of Golan Heights. Oh, now he's Fuck weighing you. in. He's weighing in on Israel. Oh, God. Great. We always do that, though. Trump and Brexit are symptoms of the same failure to reckon with racism. And the U.S. and U.K. remain in denial about race, immigration, and their place in the world. I mean, I, I'm. We. It was like we're ending on racism. That's great. Um, <laughs> but I thought. I mean, that's the thing is, 
when did they sell us the lie that it was over and when did we believe it and how are we still believing that racism is over like we're still believing that it's like racism's right in our face right now i can now. tell you yeah 2008 oh the black president thing which that's when we all went oh we're not racist anymore look at us i'm not part of that racism's way. dead i'm not we part did of it everybody high five we high five yeah and then the next year after 2008 what happens the tea party oh my god which is nothing but hideous racist hillbillies and then everything all this build-up was because of i'm not blaming obama for it but it's a backlash toward him being the first uh black man president president yeah, yeah. and it's, it's so you know, it, you know it's just so funny how incredibly qualified he was for the job and really what a great I, he did he did a lot of really great things i love that he commute, commuted all the sentences he was staying up like the last 24 hours he didn't sleep at all he signed until he was out of office he signed as many executive. of these uh, the executive orders as he could to commute the sentences and he commuted drug sentences of like 1800 people i at the last minute and it's just so great because like he actually cares about the lives i do i Americans. think my thing is this i think he could have did more on his last uh term oh. uh, especially with um with the police and what have you um and i do have so i do have some i i have some i have some things to pick with obama but there's no perfect president yeah you can't i can't i I, I, I do appreciate the fact of what he did, but I do think he could have did more on his uh, second term, especially with the police and, his, and especially with criminal justice, in which Eric Holder was, but that got unraveled when Jeff Sessions came in. So I, re- I put in in the, the thing just to just because I, I feel like Obama really did care about the lives of everyday Americans. And I feel like he he made himself he worked hard for his. he worked hard for the backing of the people. I think he knew the people. I think he understood what the people needed he was once the people because he was once the people. And so I put in does Trump care about Americans and what came out was Trump care plans for 2019. Tremendous coverage guaranteed. Um, it's just health care plans is what came out. He's trying to overturn those. Trump needs a 2020 health care bill and fast. Trump says he supports DOJ's Obamacare lawsuit. I loved, I love Obamacare. Was fine. Trump doesn't care about America, Earth, anyone but himself. That's, That's kind true. of the stuff I was looking for. Well, and I, and I wanted to close on this. This is the next one. Trump, um, the, pres- the um, what he did to taxes. So we'll, we'll close on this. I'm really hoping that he doesn't get reelected in 2020 because of what he did to the 2018 tax laws and how he fucked all the working class in the Midwest and everywhere else. So a lot of people this year aren't getting tax returns no, because working class people who work their asses off and things got changed because now that tax cut, a lot of their things that they could write write off. off are not right offable anymore. Nope. So their clothes, their so the supporters, yeah. a lot of his supporters, that, a lot that of his supporters, that, that a lot of that core supporters, the iron workers in fucking Missouri, they, my, our buddy, our buddy old dumb face Steve Poggi got tax fucked. Not, not a tax, tax write off for all those because he just started his iron worker school and all that stuff and he had to buy all of these tools and he had to buy all these outfits and he had to buy special boots and the boots, the boots are like $250 boots but you have to have the boots because otherwise you could drop a 150 pound steel thing on your toe and now what are you going to do? So, yeah, all of that that was once tax deductible 
fuck you, that's, Middle America. So that's what your president, that's who you elected. That's what he did well, for you. It's not just he Middle America. He took away. It's everybody. It's the working people who work. People you know, who like are I'm like af- working I'm, labor, labor. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to do my taxes. Oh, I'm getting I, Monday. We're gonna. I'm gonna be okay this year. I did it. I did it right. I figured it out. I'm probably gonna owe. That sucks. All right, I'm doing I mean, mine the last minute. If we owe last year, Mutiny Radio owed for 2017. Oh, but I because I had no idea what I was doing. But this year, I did it. I did it right. I. I. You're one used, of the lucky ones. Right, because I learned from my mistakes in 2017. Ah. Mm. Uh, I, I got your number, America. I got you. All right. Uh, hey, everybody, do your taxes. It's coming about, and um, we'll see if you get anything back this year. I hope I hope you do. I hope so, too. I don't want to pay nobody's shit. I'm really glad we went through the Green New Deal. Yeah. I'm going to put that up, um, attach it to this podcast so that you guys can read it, too. Well, you can just listen to it. We did a pretty good job of reading it. Uh, and join the green party i guess or vote vote your conscience everybody support the green party well the green party it's the green party i guess is who wrote it even no though it's, it's was, actually the democrats oh but it was a casio costume but well yeah. but it's, it's a, it is yeah and it's the green new deal and we love it we it's not the corporate it. democrats no they're terrible people That's right. all right uh we'll see you guys next week here on the altcast stay tuned for some call me tim we just talked about how the world's falling apart we'll talk about how to put it back together with super glue yeah and uh hey donate to mutiny radio go look at that donate button on the side of our website and give us some money because we're trying to keep free speech alive L- don't let them take push it real um, good any of the amendments away from us. I know you like your guns, but I like my free speech, all right? And I like my weed. Yeah, please don't take our weed away. Please. The Green New Deal, baby. It's green. I like it. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice asiento
for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't. <laughs> anything about it sorry all on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. 
Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your review. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to 